Hey, Junior. Parshas B'Shalach. Traffic and complaining. The Greenbaum children climbed excitedly into the back of Tati's car. They hadn't seen Zaidi and Bubby in what seems like ages. And today, they were driving to Muncie to visit them. I can't wait to have some of Bubby's famous chocolate chip caramel cookies, said Shimmy as he buckled his seatbelt. I almost forgot what they taste like. I don't think anyone could forget what her cookies taste like, Basia said. They're too delicious to forget. But I also want to see Bubby's new garden. Mommy said she's growing her own cucumbers and tomatoes. Yitzi looked up from the book he was reading. Zadie told me on the phone that he recently got a set of the original Vilna Shas. I want to learn from it. Can you imagine a 150-year-old Gemara? I want to see Zadie and Bubby's wings, chimed in little Yaeli. Wings, asked Basia. Zadie and Bubby are people. They don't have wings. Yes, they do, insisted little Yaeli. Mommy said they flew to Eretz Yisrael. Yaeli, Yitzi said. They flew on an airplane. People can't grow wings. And even if we did, we wouldn't be strong enough to fly with them. Our bone density is too high. As Tati drove, the children chatted happily about the things that they were looking forward to on their visit to Zadie and Bubby's house. However, as time passed, traffic got slower and slower until they finally came to a halt in the middle of the Palisades Parkway. What's going on, Tati inquired Yitzi from the back seat. I'm not sure, Tati said, trying unsuccessfully to peer past the endless line of cars ahead of them. But it looks like this trip is going to take a lot longer than we thought. Oh, just great, grumbled Shimmy. I was supposed to be eating Bubby's cookies by now. Now, now, Tati said softly, let's not complain. We have so much to be grateful for. Well, I don't, Shimmy continued, getting even more aggravated. And yet Ellie fell asleep on my shoulder and she's snoring in my ear. How much worse can this day get? That's enough, Shimmy, Tati replied, this time more firmly. There will be no more complaining for the rest of this trip. This is not how you didn't act. Shimmy stopped complaining, but continued scowling at little Yaeli, whose snoring seemed to be getting louder by the minute. Tati, Yitzi said respectfully, I know we always try not to complain, but sometimes it's really hard, especially when we're stuck in traffic like this. I mean, even the Bene Yisrael complained in the Midbar, didn't they? Yitzi, Tati replied, do you think that the Bene Yisrael complained about every little thing in the Midbar? Imagine you were on a three-hour hike on a hot day and discovered that you forgot to pack a water bottle. Don't you think that that would be uncomfortable? Oh, yes, agreed Yitzi. That would definitely be harder than being stuck in traffic. But hopefully, someone else could get me some water or a can of soda. Okay, continued Tati. But the Bene Yisrael were walking day and night in a boiling hot and dry desert for three whole days. And there was no water to borrow. And there definitely weren't any cans of soda either. There were men, women, children, even little babies. And there was not a single tiny drop of water for them to drink. And even then, for three days, not one person complained. Not a peep. Can you imagine that? But doesn't the Torah say that they did complain, Basia asked? Yes, it does. But that was only after three days. And then they complained once. Rabbi Victor Miller tells us that the point of this story was to show us how unbelievable the Bnei Yisrael in that door were. That they didn't complain until after three whole days of being dehydrated in the hot desert. We're talking about people of an incredibly high madrega. No other nation in the history of the world could have endured such an Isayan without complaining. I never realized that, Shimi said meekly. I'm sorry for complaining. Baruch Hashem, we are in a comfortable car and we even have bottles of water with us in case we get thirsty. 
Just then, the traffic started moving again. Oh, wow! Baruch Hashem, said Tati. It looks like we should be there in another 20 minutes. Hey, Shimmy, whispered Yitzi, turning to his older brother. You know, all this talk about the desert reminds me of Bubby's cookies. Why, Shimmy asked. Because it's a dessert, Yitzi said with a grin, as he leaned back in the seat and looked back into his book. Have a wonderful Shabbos! Take away! We should think about our holy ancestors in the Midbar when we are tempted to quetch, whine, and complain. Let's try to be like them and control ourselves, focusing only on the good that we get from Hashem.